You're listening to the Armchair Psychologists Podcast. Am I the asshole for not wanting my husband to go on a four-day trip with his friend while I'm pregnant? I, 32 female, am currently 38 weeks pregnant, and my husband, 35 male, is expecting to go on a trip with his friend. It's a five-hour drive, by the way. I just recently found out about this trip, and he told me about it last week. The trip is scheduled to happen in a few days, and I'm starting to feel really anxious and upset about it. While I understand that my husband needs time for himself and to maintain his friendships, I feel like this trip is not a good idea. I'm very close to my due date, and I'm worried that something could happen while he's away. What if I go into labor early, and if there are complications with the pregnancy? I don't know how I would handle it without him there. I've tried talking to my husband about my concerns, but he's insistent on going anyway. He says that he's really looking forward towards this trip, and that he's sure everything will be fine. But to me, it feels like he's putting his own wants and needs above our family's well-being. I don't think it's fair for me to be left alone and worried while he's off having fun with his friends. I've been consistently trying to get him to understand and this isn't a good idea, and he's been upset with me asking him. Am I the asshole? Okay, let me do some math. Yeah. 38 weeks pregnant is... It's almost she's 9.5 months. Or yeah, well, I mean, she's like ready to go. Yeah, she's about to have it. That baby's about to pop out. Right. <laughs> All right, Jack, do you want to kick us off with your opinion? Um, yes, he's a huge asshole. I think he's an asshole too. Big asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, where are your priorities, dude? I mean, come on. Yeah. A trip with your friend, you couldn't postpone it or have it earlier in the pregnancy. Right. And I understand okay. that maybe this is like his first kid and he wants to go hang out with his friend and, and talk about all those life things. And, you know, like I, I get it. Like I, you, you do need, but you, it has to, it can't be, it can't be now. It's too late. Go for a, a beer at the bar or something and talk yeah. to your buddies about how stressed out you are or something, but you can't go on this, this trip. It's a five hour drive away. And also it says, I just recently found out about this trip. He told me about it last week. Right. It, it so doesn't make sense. Drops like, if he were 25, it makes sense. Like a 25-year-old expecting father, uh, I could understand wanting to go away for on a five-day trip or four-day trip you on a short still notice. still be an asshole, but it's like your immaturity is showing. Exactly. Like it, it'd be forgivable. <laughs> But it's it's unforgivable yeah. for a thirty five year old because he's a huge asshole because he's just like, what are You're you going to do? Too old to be this immature. Yeah, he's immature. Sorry, Actually, this saying, is kind of a red you? flag issue. I'd kind of be like, if yeah. I were her, I'd be like, uh, oh shit, who who did I have a baby with? <laughs> yeah, because it's like, and also it's like I don't know. I am not usually the one to jump to this conclusion. Conclusion, but I'm like, is he, is he cheating? <laughs> right right i mean it's I'm almost like um yeah with my with my friend yeah yeah who's your friend i don't know i just think it's weird like i think it's weird that it was like last minute because if you're planning a trip with friends it's usually not going to be last they told her last minute and then mm -hmm. that it's a five-hour drive away so she can't easily get to them and then that 
like I said, like he sprung it on her last minute. It's a five hour drive away. And he's insistent on going no matter what she says. Cause like one thing would be, you didn't have a lot of foresight in your plans trip, but now you're heavily pregnant wife who's basically right at our due date is saying, Hey, can you please not go? I really need you here. And you're like insisting that you're going to go anyway. It, 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 the, the, the end of a pregnancy is quite uncomfortable for, for the woman. If you know, I, I've been through this and you, you're kind of, you kind of need to be there to just kind of wait on your wife to, you know, give, bring her a glass of water or whatever she needs in, in that moment. That, that should be your only concern. I, I'm going to go like a step farther here. And I mean, I know I'm, I'm probably our listeners out there are going to say Jack's too being too woke and too, uh, you know, whatever, but no. this is all, this is like borderline emotionally abusive. Like or it's very it's definitely emotional negligence, which negligence is, is a better word. Thank abuse. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's it's really no. This is really bad. I mean, and negligence, emotional negligence, has been considered to be abusive in relationships and within certain contexts, it can definitely be indicative of abuse. Like it is a red flag, and I think this is a huge red flag. The fact that he's insisting on going after she shared her concerns is just weird. Yeah. And when you're, like, when you're married to someone and they're heavily pregnant and expecting a child, I feel like it's not just your choice anymore. No. And also, like, yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just going to oh, say no. that it's almost like a, it's a, at least in my experience, it was, it's almost like a religious experience. I mean, you're, it's, it's really, it's intense. So, I mean, right. so his, if, if he's in like, then he's obviously in fight or flight mode at this point. You know, he's just like, I got to get out of here. I can't take this. Then that is, that is a huge red flag. Like what is, she's got to talk to him. Like, what are you afraid of here? Because you're going to have to get, get it together. Um, because this is happening. Like, it's not just a abstraction anymore. This is a reality. And uh, maybe he's just, I don't know. It's sinking in for him or. I, I don't know their situation, so. I know, it's terrible, though. I mean, I honestly feel sorry for it. It's like the last thing that you would want when you're heavily pregnant is for your husband to just, it, and it's, it's like, it's almost controlling for him to insist to have his way. I bet he's going to try to make her feel like she's been controlling, but it's kind of controlling of him to be like, I have to go on this trip and I'm going to do what I want and spring it on her last minute and like not keeping her in the loop is just like, it's just really shitty. She doesn't need the extra stress. No, she doesn't need the extra stress. And also, if she, he doesn't go, I got a, I got a feeling this guy might uh, try to make her feel guilty, you know, and, oh, and be kind of will. pouty around, you know, just like like I'm a victim. <laughs> it's just so. Yeah. It's it's very immature behavior. It's it's very much what I would expect from like a an early twenties, you know, couple that are having the first baby and the husband freaks out. I could kind of understand it. It'd still be wrong. He'd still be an asshole. But in that case, at least I can understand it. But this guy's 35. It's like, dude, you are a middle-aged adult male. Like, get your shit together. Where <laughs> you are your priorities, together, bro? Buddy. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. So, giant asshole, you're not <laughs> wrong. And uh, we, yeah, you're right. Your yeah, instincts are right. Guy, dude. Yeah. Like, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right.
the instinct to destroy. Am I the asshole for lying about the extent to which I speak Spanish and causing a friend group to fall apart? This one is making me laugh already. <laughs> I-17F. This already makes me feel like she's not the asshole because she's 17. Yeah. Go to an international school in Brazil. As a result, Portuguese for non-native speakers is a mandatory class and Spanish is optional. I take both Spanish and Portuguese as I love languages and want to learn as many as I can. The fact that they're so close also helps a lot. Anyway, since I've lived in Brazil for five years now, I've become somewhat fluent in Portuguese, C1 level, and I'm at an intermediate level in Spanish, B1 to 2. I am the only non-Latina in my class. My school is pretty small, and we're only 10 people in my class. We're six girls and four guys. Now, I am a girl's girl. I just click with women more as friends. The issue is that the girls in my class are very exclusionary and who is allowed into their group. They only ever speak to each other in Spanish, and it's basically impossible to be there friend if you don't speak spanish like they will actively ignore you if you speak to them in english or give each other but we're definitely going to talk about this later like if you dare speak to them without being a spanish speaker or latina latino because of this i only have one girlfriend in my class mana a brazilian anyways a lot of people just think i only know the basics in spanish when i can actually understand most conversations a few days ago, while I was sitting in the common room, the girls from my class were gossiping in Spanish. I ignored them and went on with my work when one of their friends, Sophia, walked out of the room. Immediately, they started talking badly about her, calling her annoying and all types of names like whore and bitch. Oh, my God. Mm. I don't miss high school. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it for a day and then said, decided to tell Sophia. She confronted her friends, who then admitted to it, and they had this very big public argument. A few hours after the argument, when we all went home, I got an angry message from Sophia calling me a manipulative bitch for lying about how well I speak Spanish to eavesdrop on them and that it was my fault she didn't have friends anymore. I never lied about my Spanish level. They just didn't believe me when I told them I could speak really well because I never spoke Spanish around them. Am I the asshole? No, obviously not. (laughs) Sophia is doing something that a lot of people do. And it's understandable because she's 17. But I think sometimes when people who are close to you hurt you, it's as we have the expression in English, don't shoot the messenger. It's right. often way easier to lash out at the person who told you um, or who was a, a witness to it or whatever than it is to directly take it up with people who are closest with you. And if she confronted them and feels like she lost her friendship and she might be feeling lonely, um. I feel like she probably is going to take it out on you because now she doesn't really want to own up to the fact she decided to confront them, which honestly was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But she's probably wants to backtrack in a way because she's feeling like she doesn't want the she doesn't want to be alone in high school. It's very difficult when you don't have a friend group or you don't have a clique or don't belong anywhere. And it can be a very isolating experience. So I guess she doesn't want to go through that. And that's why she's decided to lash out at this person. But, you know, you're not the asshole here. Sophia's being an asshole. Hopefully she understands what happened. But it's almost understandable because she was in a really upsetting situation. This clique of girls are definitely assholes. Right. This one's a tough... I mean, not tough. I mean, she's clearly not the asshole. I'm kind of surprised that she had the... I don't know, maturity to, to tell the friend. 
You know, I mean, I don't think yeah. I would have at that at that age. If I were her age, I probably would have just kept my mouth shut and be like, "Wow, they suck. That that sucks. Sucks for her." And I wouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Um, the yeah. fact that she told yeah. her, um, I, I don't think she told her to stir the shit. You know, like to stir the pot or anything. I think she was just like mm-hmm. genuinely seemed concerned about the the friend and said, "This is what they really think about you." Um, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, I can't, I can't uh, disagree with anything you said because lashing out at the messenger is a much easier and has less cost than like facing these five girls or whatever or four girls and saying to them, "You hurt my feelings." I mean, how many seventeen-year-olds have the tools to say that? You know, like you, right. what you said hurt my feelings. You know, like you can't say that. It's really hard to do that at that age. And it looks like she did confront them, and they had a falling out. And so now I think she's looking for someone to blame. Ultimately, she doesn't want to blame them and she doesn't want to blame herself either, which it's not her fault that she confronted them. But if she hadn't, it wouldn't have caused a falling out. Now, it's a mm-hmm. positive thing because you don't need people like that in your life, obviously. Right. But I don't think she wants to like reconcile with the situation. She she just wants someone to blame because I think attachments is more important to her right now than her dignity sadly it's i mean it's common at this age yeah yeah nothing it it doesn't uh it it actually doesn't surprise me at all like like the only thing that surprises me is that the friend told her (laughs) that's really the most surprising thing about this whole thing um i I wonder how she told like confronted the other friends though that makes me i'm kind of curious like did she confront them like i know what you said about me you bitches you know like that kind of thing or was it like you know, you, you really hurt me with your words. You know, I'm, I'm sure it was probably the former than the latter. It was probably yeah, more. It it was she a, com- yeah. Cause it says she confronted her friends who then admitted to it and they had this very big public argument. So I doubt she was like screaming, you hurt my feelings. I mean, she could have been, but this is high school and she was probably saying, you're the bitch. Yeah, <laughs> right, <you're> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the bitch. You're the bitch. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. All right, so what's our vote here? Not definitely not the asshole. Not the asshole, definitely not the asshole. Yeah. Out of the instinct to destroy. All right, social. So this one is: Am I the asshole for ruining my husband's special moment? My husband's bunny, Gary, died in 2016. Two years before we met, he had Gary for six years and he was very close to him. Gary died after being sick for months and my husband says that he saw his last breath. After Gary's death, my husband used to listen to Saya or Shia. Is it Saya's? Shia's? Sia. Sia. (laughs) None of them. (laughs) Sia's song, Breathe Me. And every time he listens to that song, he's reminded of Gary. Yesterday was my niece's ninth birthday, and my whole family gathered to celebrate for her. We were at my sister's backyard, and inside her house, the TV was open on on some music channel, but you could barely hear anything outside with all the talking. When my sister's husband came with the birthday cake and everyone was singing and, and taking pictures, I saw that my husband had his eyes closed and was on the brink of tears. I was quite confused at first, but then I heard Breathe Me playing in the background. I nudged him and told him that it's not the time for it and that everyone's taking pictures. He simply looked at me, slightly disappointed, and then faked being happy for my niece. 
on our way home, he brought up that he said that I ruined his moment and that he wasn't going to show up in any of the pictures or videos anyway because we sat on the other side of the table. I told him that I think he should get over his bunny already. I mean, it's been seven years and it's just a bunny, not a cat or a dog. But what he told me next made me feel like I was a bit too insensitive with him. He said that he wasn't mourning Gary's death. He simply got emotional from listening to that song again after a long time and recalling some of his old memories. I'm still not sure if it was the right time to get emotional when everyone was celebrating, but I understand that he had a special moment there. Was I supposed to leave him alone and let him have his moment? Am I the asshole? No, I don't think she's an asshole. I mean, well, <laughs> I love the way you're smiling, Jack. It's like <laughs> you really want to hear what I have to say. I do, I do. I don't, yeah. I don't think she's an asshole. I think she was a insensitive when she said that it's just a bunny, it's not a dog or a cat, because you can't, like, quantify someone's emotional attachment to an animal, especially if you watched it die. But at the same time, how old did it say? Did it say how old he was? Um, I don't think there was an age here. I'm not anyway, sure. He's, he's married. And like at that point, when you're at your wife's niece's birthday party <laughs> and you're cheering up because of the song, you need to like, um, you need to go to the bathroom. You need to like excuse yourself to the bathroom to cry. <laughs> like it's just weird. It's I really weird. It's kind of... I mean, does it does her husband have like a large collection of like Bette Midler albums or something? I mean, I just wonder, like, um, I, I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, I'm not trying to like uh, shame him or anything, but it's a it's kind of an uh, defeat, effeminate situation. Does that strike you like that? Maybe. Is Maybe he just a really sensitive guy? Say... Like, I, I just I don't know. Like, it's just to me. It's it's so over the top. It's it's like a something you'd see in a movie, you know, where you know, I don't know. It's it's a strange situation. It is like something you'd see in a movie where it's like making fun of the guy, but I don't think there's anything I don't think I don't really attach gender to like the situation of him like getting upset and crying. I just think it's like it's kind of like as an adult when you're at a child's birthday party, if you get emotional for whatever reason, I'm not saying children shouldn't be exposed to adults like sadness or a variety of emotions because it's positive for them to see it modeled but just think like in a happy occasion like that it's okay at least in my opinion and probably the best thing to do to just excuse yourself to the bathroom and deal with your emotions privately instead of like open your wallet take out your picture of gary have a good (laughs) cry you know on the toilet and uh you know, wipe your tears and, and get back to the party. I he, Here's my thing is like, I, I think my view is like my generation. I just have, you know, I'm a uh, Gen X or like a young Gen X or an old uh, Gen or sorry. Yeah. An old, old uh, millennial. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I have like a, like a, an unhealthy dose of toxic masculinity that I just like can't help but attach to the situation where it's just like, there can't be like what guy is that sensitive like that that he cried over his bunny rabbit it's almost uh it's so over the top um but it but at the same time it's like that's why i said it's my views is probably toxic because like you said you didn't attach any gender to it or whatever 
And it's good to be able to express your emotions. Like it's probably healthy that he actually feels something about this pet that he had that was obviously meant a lot to him. But it's just like just the fact that it's a rabbit, <laughs> the fact that it's like a Sia song, Breathe Me, it's just it's all so just touchy feely and emotional that it just made me laugh. Like I just can't help it. But it's it's like comical. Yeah, it is comical. It's weird. It's like it's like a rom-com thing of like a sensitive guy, but like he went too far and it's like funny. It's like not the main guy, but the guy that you're competing against or whatever in right. a rom-com you, do you know what i mean like it's one of those maybe, situations maybe the comedy. relationship is just maybe she's like the hard ass and he's just like the the sensitive one i mean i, I have met people like that like couples like that where the wife is just kind of yeah, wears the pants I, you know i cannot imagine being that sensitive i honestly i don't cry like my dog my family dog passed away a few years back so no like six years ago now i honestly i do still think about him sometimes like he died in April, so I had a dream about him the other day. My mom had a dream about him. And, like, you think about him, but you're not really sad anymore. Like, not to the point where I would cry if I heard a certain song. It's like, yeah. I guess you watch his last breath and it's different. Like, I can't speak to that experience because I haven't had it. But it's just kind of like there's a time and a place for everything. And as an adult, like, it's also your job to model emotional regulation. So like you should be able to regulate your emotions enough that you should like probably step away. I don't think your wife should have to nudge you to like step away and get it together at a children's birthday party. Right. <laughs> right. right. So, I mean, I do the, think you that much, huh? The, I, the, the rabbit's name was Gary. I mean, what the hell is going on, dude? That is such a weird name for a rabbit, a pet rabbit. A rabbit. Yeah, it's like, what? Why are you crying? I'm thinking about Gary. <laughs> Who's Gary? Well, that's my pet <laughs> rabbit from six years ago. I mean, this is this is uh, yeah, this guy's a he's an interesting character. I'll give him that. But yeah, uh, it's it yeah. is it's weird. Anyway, I don't think she's an asshole. I think it's like I don't think anyone is an asshole in the situation. I don't think he's an asshole or she's an asshole. I just think it's like it's just weird. Can we have a judgment where it's like he's weird? <laughs> he's they, weird. They're just they're like eccentric, that. eccentric couple yeah. right there. Eccentric. That's, he's yeah. eccentric. She's not really eccentric. She's kind of like what the heck's going on? He's she's probably eccentric. tired of the eccentricity. Like she's just she's probably yeah. that's why she's like again with the like the tears. Like this guy is probably you know like spills his coffee and cries. You know it's like oh you're crying again. Like another thing that like I was a little curious about is like sometimes people like i don't want to be like cynical but sometimes people act that way and it's like a veneer for like attention mm. like not always but sometimes when like why do you have to be the center of attention and everything like why are you crying about your pet rabbit at a children's birthday party like it's your niece's birthday like let her have her moment yeah yeah if, she, if, it, if your niece sees you crying or your wife's niece sees you crying she's gonna be like upset because children are naturally empathetic so and it's her birthday so it's kind of like you're, that is a great point actually there is an i think the guy might be kind of an asshole a little bit i think the yeah, wife is actually know. put up with a lot of this like super hypersensitive stuff and she's just kind of like again with the birthday party thing i mean come on man like and she she just said just excuse yourself it wasn't she wasn't even rude about it so in a way he's kind of 
made her feel bad makes him kind of the yeah, asshole. Which could technically could be a sign of manipulation. I think we need more info for this. Sure, but sure. Like, but we are armchair psychologists, so yeah, it's it in is, our purview. It's a, it's to a do yellow so. flag, as we say, which is like yellow flag. It's yeah, something that you could look out for and see if there's other instances and if they all line up with like important events where he wasn't the main center of attention. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, we need more information, but uh, there's definitely some, uh, yeah, a yellow flag going off there for sure. Yeah, because I've definitely seen adults do that before. Like, they can't handle not being the center of attention or whatever. So people like often use that in a way. So I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think he could be an asshole if that's the case. We don't know. So we would need more info and we'd need more like about her life. But um, yeah, it's a time and a place thing. If I'm at a child's birthday party, I'm not going to cry in front of the child because it's their party and they should be happy and I have a good time. And as an adult, it's my responsibility to take care of my own feelings and be able to like self-soothe. Right. And uh, if yeah. someone brings out a turtle shaped cake, I'm not going to cry because my pet turtle Philip died when I was seven years old or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Even stuff that's like really hard, like say, like, let's say I go to a kid's birthday party and like, here's a good one. Here's a good example from my own life. I found out that the guy I was dating was cheating on me and I was like, his niece really loved me and she's like in her teens she's like 13 or something i don't think i would never let on to anything about that situation because she's a child does that make sense yes and that's so it's like it's not when you're an adult and you're like having any kind of relationship or interaction with children i think it's okay to show emotion but at the same time it's like there's boundaries because children shouldn't be responsible for adult emotional regulation there you go i mean that's like a great great example um i think i agree with that and uh he he's definitely like outside the boundaries of like normal social behavior it's like yeah. you couldn't even hold your tears back from hearing like a song at a kid's birthday party then yeah this guy and is like, like yeah he's just an open wound at all times then basically <laughs> this guy you know? I know. And- yeah yeah it's like if you can't if you can't like hold your tears back then be like oh man i really have to go to the bathroom and just like run up to the bathroom or something like don't just yeah i don't know so i think it is kind of situation where i think he was outside the boundary of like what a normal interaction would look like or what we accept as normal and and it's okay but i think we just ultimately need more information and it's just like you're it's also not about you at a kid's birthday party right and uh, it's not this guy's a, man. he's an amazing character. I, I would love to know more about this guy, actually. I, I would yeah, love to, I would know like more to about meet him because it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners out there, if you like the podcast, you can send us an email. Give us a nice comment. Armchairpsychologists at gmail.com. Armchairpsychologists at gmail.com. You can go to podchaser.com. Give us a positive review or Apple Podcasts and give us a positive review. That'll help us out a lot. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The species called man does have any relationship with God. 
Respect, respect. 